Happy Saturday. Today, I'm excited to welcome you to episode 37 of Saturday Conversations. Today's episode, I pray we be filled with encouragement and inspiration in Jesus' mighty name. Today, I had to bring on a guest I've known for almost two years, and I love how God has used her to spread the gospel of Jesus Christ. So without further ado, please help me welcome to the conversation, Lauren Griffin. Lauren, what's up? Hey, how's it going, Ed? Good. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Doing well, thank you for asking. So before we even get into the conversation, do you mind introducing yourself to people who don't even know you? Sure. Um, I'm Lauren Griffin. Um, I've been attending City Church since about October of 2020. I'm loving the community there, my family, my friends, the opportunities for growth and development. Um, I'm from I'm, I'm originally from the South Suburbs, home at Flossmore. Uh, right now I live in the South Loop. I love it with my little dog, Max. Um, and right now I'm in sales. I work for a mammography company. It's a full service breast imaging company. And that's about it. Awesome. So before we go, I want to pick your brain a little bit. So how were you able to, I guess, get things back into swing things since, you know, we just left the pandemic and people weren't coming in to get the mammogram. So what are some ways that you, you reached out to people to come in to do it safely? Yeah, um, well, luckily for the company that I work in, um, it's an outpatient clinic and it's not in a hospital setting. So that really helps people to feel more relaxed and at ease um, when they're coming in. Um, so we definitely reassure them that that's the environment that they're walking into with all the protocols in place to ensure that they have a healthy, safe experience. Um, right now at the top of the year, you know, going to the doctor is not always at the top of everyone's mind. Um, so I'm doing a lot of health and wellness events so even like right now, it's funny that you ask, I'm doing a wellness Wednesday every Wednesday um, at our downtown location. So we give out really fun gift bags, um, especially for women. It has like little treats and uh, tea bags, little eye depuffers, face masks, just things just to make them feel welcome and happy. Kind of like if you go to the dentist, you get a little goodie bag when you leave. Um, so yeah, just little incentives for people to come in for their mammos. So what's the address? Um, the address is 355 uh, Grand Avenue. You caught me off guard, Ed. Sorry. Um, and it's downtown. It's right by Northwestern. Amazing. You know, we got, we're talking about health style today. So I know. We got, we got yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let's just get into the topic. Y'all see the title. Y'all see the topic. You already know what we're talking about. We're talking about living a healthy lifestyle. What I realized, Lauren, is we as humans can only fulfill the purpose God has given us by maintaining a healthy lifestyle. If we know the Bible, if we can heal the sick, if we can pray in tongues, it means nothing if our body is breaking down. The Bible calls our body the temple of the Holy Spirit. So I think it's time for us to start treating our body as the temple of the Holy Spirit. We have to maintain it. We have to make sure that it's conducive for the purpose and the mission God has placed in our lives. First Timothy chapter four, verse eight says, physical training is good, but training in, for godliness is much better, promising benefits in this life and the life to come. This is Paul talking to Timothy, which, who was his spiritual son, and his first line says, physical training is good. So let's not say like, you don't gotta, you don't gotta exercise, you don't gotta watch out your diet. No, 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 you cannot cast out a bad diet. <laughs> you cannot cast out cholesterol when you're eating burgers all the time. Timothy was, was told this by Paul, physical training is good. So through this conversation, what we want to do is show you practical ways how to live a healthy lifestyle because you cannot live out your purpose. You, can, you can't live out your calling. You cannot reach the destiny God has given you if, if your health is crap. I don't know how other way to say it. If your health is crap, you won't be able to, uh, to reach it. So with that, with all that being said, Lauren, my first question, before we get into the meat of the conversation, my first um, question to you is, how was your upbringing? Yeah. Um, so again, I grew up in the south suburbs of Chicago. It's a very diverse area. I loved it. I had my mom, my dad, my brother, um, who's about six years older than me. And um, my parents had always made it a point to make sure that we had a strong, healthy start. So, you know, that starts with healthy foods um, and being super active. So there's tons of fruits and veggies there. We didn't have the most money growing up. My mom likes to remind me that I was poor. 
didn't feel like that, praise the Lord. Um, but yeah, like we grew up on coupons, but she still ensured that we spent every dollar the best way possible to make sure that we had good, strong, healthy bodies. Um, so yeah, my dad was a great um, role model. He was always in the gym, always working out, taking care of his body. My mom too, she was very um, nutrition focused um, and making sure that she drank a lot of water and showed us that she was eating tons of fruits and veggies and sharing that with us. Um, my parents uh, blessed us with introducing us into many different sports and then allowing us when we got older to pick which one we were passionate about and wanted to focus in. So for me, um, I started off in swimming, even as an infant, I would be one of two babies that would be asleep in the pool because I loved it so much. The sun and everything was just the right conditions just to knock me out. But anyways, I started off in the water, um, transitioned to gymnastics when I was four years old, did that till about 10 years old. Um, and I also started diving. That's my passion. I am a water baby. I'm a mermaid. I'm a fish, all those, all those names. Um, so I started diving when I was in third grade and did it until I was in college. So I was an athlete pretty much all throughout my life. And that's carried over, um, to adulthood pretty much. Um, I'm a gym rat. I love being in the gym. I have to admit with the pandemic, it has kind of waned off a little bit and I'm trying to get back in track. Um, but even now as an adult, I love being in the gym. I do a little bit of cardio. I like to do a lot of lifting. Um, and yeah, I'm just so blessed that my parents uh, wanted to make sure that my brother and I had a strong start um, with healthy mindsets. Even my mom, um, even though she may have been dieting, I never knew it. She never wanted to speak that um, or have that exist in language or in my mindset. Um, for me to be concerned about my body or the way that it looked or to be restrictive. Um, so yeah, that was pretty much my upbringing. That is so good. And I'll be remiss if I don't talk about how dieting can go to the extreme and then people can form an unhealthy relationship with food. Absolutely. Um, we know people who um, start with eating disorders and like bulimia, anorexia, but that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about having healthy lifestyle. Because even if you go to the extreme of having an unhealthy relationship with food, that's still an unhealthy lifestyle. Right. Would you agree, Griffin? I totally agree. Yeah. No, you definitely want to have a healthy mindset and outlook to being, I guess, healthy. Um, it doesn't have to be restrictive. It doesn't always have to be labeled a diet. It's a lifestyle. Um, when it comes down to it, um, you want to incorporate it. And, you know, you can alter it all throughout your life. You can make modifications as to what season you're in in your life or what stage or what years or what you're going through. But it doesn't have to have a negative outlook. That's so good. I also like how you talked about how your parents and if you if you have children, if you're watching this, listen to this. If you have children, please know that you are your children's first example. So how you approach your health is how your children will approach most likely how your children will approach their health. So I just love how your parents are like, we got to get it because I think they knew like we can only go as far as our body allows us to go. Of course, the grace of God is there, but sometimes we try to cheapen the grace of God. And say like we can do whatever we want no if you go 120 miles per hour you don't have a seatbelt on you get a car accident most likely you're gonna be with jesus let's not get the game twisted <laughs> yeah. so if yeah. you keep eating burgers and all this other stuff right. most likely you're gonna have clogged arteries that might lead someone to have a heart attack and that's not that's not god's will for your life so i just love how your parents like lay down the foundation you know as griffins this is what we do we eat healthy as griffins we don't do it we can have a little bit of fun but we're going to be disciplined. And I really believe that when you're disciplined, when it comes to your health, I think that trickle down to a lot uh, to everything else. It's like, okay. if you have a discipline in health, you have discipline in finance, you pretty much set up. <laughs> you, you set up for success in your life. Yeah. Yeah. We were definitely the healthy Griffins growing up. The rest of our family kind of looked down at us or like, why don't you eat red meat? Or why don't you eat all these snacks? Or what are you doing? You're just trying to be better than us. Um, but that was never really, you know, the message that my parents were trying to convey, you know, it's just life goals, trying to have the best foundation possible because, you know, genetics do kick in. Sometimes you can um, help your genetics by eating a better diet and being physically active, but sometimes they kick in and you can't control, you know, what was handed to you. Um, so my parents are always, they always told us they're trying to do better than what their parents or grandparents could do. And they hope that my brother and I would do the same. So that's where that comes from. That's so good because I had someone come on last year and she felt like the Lord told her to do a fast and then after like uh, like a vegan type fast, like no meat, nothing like that. And then she was ready to eat meat. The Lord's like, this wasn't a fast. This was like an introduction to lifestyle. 
And then yeah. she started realizing that, like, I guess um, stomach cancer ran in her family. And the Lord was trying to prevent from that happening. So they told, like, the Lord told her, like, this is your lifestyle now. You, you got to be vegan now. So it's yeah. crazy how God will give us hints saying, like, you shouldn't do this. You should put down the salt. <laughs> eat more veggies you should drink more water put down the soda or for you midwesterners the pop um you know i'm from texas it's soda but whatever <laughs> so but sometimes we just gotta be sensitive to the voice of the holy spirit and just move on and say like you know i'm not gonna do this anymore right. like because food is good but you know what's also good not not relying on like the hospital not relying right. on some oxygen like you know, enjoying your friends enjoying your family absolutely yeah because the thing is if you look at i'm going to nerd out a little bit but you're in a health field if you look at most of the chronic illnesses it's it's tied into like obesity or overweight you look at hypertension high blood pressure you look at high cholesterol you look at diabetes type 2 diabetes type 1 is you know your pancreas is not working but type 2 is all tied into people not having a healthy lifestyle so I just want to go to this. The next question is, even though we really kind of hit on it, why is a healthy lifestyle so important, especially in 2022? After the, the mess, the shenanigans that we went through the past two years, why is a healthy lifestyle important? Well, yeah, I mean, you touched on it. I touched on it. We want to honor the body and the vessel that God blessed us with. We can't enjoy our lives to the fullest and everything that life has to offer if we're sick or if we're hurt and in pain. Um, so, yeah, we just... Yeah, just to basically enjoy everything that God can provide for us in our life. So without pain, without sickness, without illness, without things that keep slowing us down, hey, you're sick for one minute and then you're back to normal because you're returning to an unhealthy lifestyle. You know, some people like to go back and forth and do that yo-yoing with their diet or what they're eating. But yeah, that's why it's so meaningful to have a life, healthy lifestyle, at least for me. I want to be able to run and walk. I want to be able to live to 100 or more and not be in pain and not be sitting in a chair and not be put away in a home. You know, I want to have an active body if I can and to be able to breathe freely. Man, we take breathing for granted. And especially now with COVID, I myself have asthma. It's under control. Um, but I surely do know how tough it is to not be able to breathe. And I want to be able to breathe freely and not be struggling. So that is so good because we don't have kids yet, but I want to be able to pick up my kids without like, oh, my back, oh, yeah. my knee, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's a lot of people. I mean, I'm in my mid thirties and a lot of my friends are struggling with their back, with their knees. And it's just like, okay, I want to be able to get on the ground with my grandkids and not be like groaning, you know, and my parents can do that. So I look up to them. I'm like, okay, I hope I can do the same thing too. So it's like those commercials when they're like, oh, come play with me, grandma. Like, not today. And they, they, they got this rub, like, come on, let's go play. Go run around the block, go ride your bike and come back. Yep. Yeah. Mm -hmm. so, like, go by yourself. <laughs> go by yourself. Seven years old. Yeah, go by yourself. Hey, it is what it is. <laughs> but I think it's so important because as your body is, that's how you hold, that's how you will go. Mm -hmm. And I think it all has to start with a mindset. Is like we, our generation. I think generation before, but our generation for sure. We always live for the now. Yeah. We never think of the future. That's why people like would do, they would do drugs. They would do they would drink alcohol and do all this other stuff, like destroying their liver and all this other stuff. But they're like, you know, it had fun now, but they don't know that everything you do, there's a repercussion. There's a consequence yeah. for it. Yeah. And, oh yeah, that's super frustrating for me. I'm sorry for interrupting you. I mean, go, even go talk ahead. about cigarette smoking, or like you said, the, the drinking, um, it's going to catch up to you in one way or another, whether it gets you at 100, whether it gets you at 35, things sneak up, you know, there's a lot of things that are out of our control, like our atmosphere that have, you know, a ton of chemicals around it, you can't control what you breathe in all the time. So I fully agree with that. And if you're struggling with smoking, drinking, Lauren and I, we're not condemning you. Oh, not judging you. Christ Jesus. <laughs> Yes. But if you want to be free, I know that there's a man named Jesus who can set you free from the addiction of smoking or drinking or anything like that. So if you want to lay that at the feet of Jesus, and it can happen instantaneously like that, or it can be a process. But if you trust Jesus with it, and he will help you walk through it. So I don't want people, because some people might think that, that we're condemning them. Nope, we're not no. condemning them. We just want you to make sure that you make the best choice today so you can reap the rewards of it tomorrow. Absolutely. Because the thing is, if we don't take care of our body today, God forbid that your children had to bury you because you weren't healthy today. Mm -hmm. 
And yeah. there's, a, there's a saying that prevention is better than cure. Oh, yeah. If you can prevent your things today, it's better than you having taken three pills tomorrow. Right. Yeah. Backtracking. That's the worst. If you're in bad condition, that's so much harder than just trying to start off in a healthier way. Even if you're not even starting at a super healthy point, like you said, if you have a healthy mindset and start planning out goals or what, what have you for a healthy lifestyle, that's way easier than when you get that you know, that prescription from your doctor, that notice from your doctor saying, hey, now you have this, now you have X, Y, Z, now you have to go on this treatment plan and it's not going to be fun. It's going to, it may be painful and maybe lifelong, who knows, like that's way harder. So prevention is definitely key. And that's why you're in the business you're in, right? Mammograms, there's prevention. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. A lot of people are afraid. I mean, even, you know, breast cancer also runs in men as well. A lot of men want to take that for granted. I think that they're out of it, but no, that absolutely can hit them as well. But yeah, prevention is key. And earlier detection is the best way uh, for survival and for not having to go down that long, hard road. We, I think we all know someone that's probably been um, touched by cancer in some form. So for sure. And let me talk to the men real quick, because we're we as a man, we're really bad at this. It's time for let's go get our checkups. All right. If you got insurance, wait, wait, I'm talking to myself, too. Hey, let's, let's go get our checkups. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Once a year, get everything, make sure everything is good. All right. Because it's so unfortunate that you see all these people that, you know, they die of colon cancer. And I believe they could have been, you know, like saved and still on this earth if they went to go get checked up earlier. Right. But it's like, you know, as, until I feel bad, we ain't going to, that's how we are, men. Until we feel bad, mm-hmm. we ain't going to no doctor. So let me just challenge you. I'm challenging myself to let it, 2022, let it be the year we go get our checkups. Let's mm-hmm. go make sure that we're healthy. Let's make sure we have a clean uh, bill of health because, you know, because women, y'all, y'all do it. That, y'all good. Y'all, hey, I got my appointments. I'm going to be there. Like my parents, perfect example. My mom's like, I'm, I'm going to get, I'm going to get all my stuff. I'm getting my dad's like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> well, let's be the role models. How about you start that? You start this generation where we're the role models for our sons and for our neighbors to do that. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, it is scary. Like, let's be honest. It is scary because you don't know what you're walking into. Things can be a mystery until it is detected. So I get why, you know, a lot of men um, may not be so apt to schedule those appointments at all. So yeah. And you know, we just men, we have a problem you know, being vulnerable, you know. But yeah. hey, I think 2022 is the year. It's yeah. the year we're going to get on our health because, you know, like we've been saying, our children need us. Yeah. <laughs> like our grandchildren need to know who their grandparents are. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to be a person with a cane. I, I re- I'm not going to have no cane. I ain't going to have no wheelchair. I ain't going to have none of that. I will be walking everywhere. I'm going to be out walking my grandchildren. I, I, I'm speaking now in the name of Jesus. So you can claim it too, Lauren. If you wanted to, you could be walking with no cane too in the name oh, of Jesus. Absolutely. Who wants a walker? Who wants a wheelchair? You want your independence. I totally get that. So anything you want to add before we get to the next question? No, that's it. Uh, this has been good so far. So what my next question to you is what does a healthy lifestyle mean to you? I know we we gave this whole generalization, but to Lauren Griffin, what does a healthy lifestyle mean to you? I mean, healthy lifestyle. So I am vegan. I don't think I've mentioned that yet. I know you mentioned the other person that you interviewed. Um, I've been vegan since 2014. And for me, that was just a natural shift that came into my life um, because I did notice some different digestive issues that I was having, some issues with my asthma flaring up more often than usual, allergies, acne. Um, So yeah, for me, a healthy lifestyle I want to be able to enjoy my life and to smile and be happy and be around my friends and family. Um, So for me, in order to have that, I know that I need to stick with a plan that works for me, a lifestyle that works for me. So being vegan and so not having any type of animal products, I cheat a little bit here and there. There's a lot of peer pressure around me, um, but for the most part, 99%, I'm I'm totally vegan. But yeah, it's not just sometimes what you're ingesting. It's also how much sleep you're getting. I'm not a dietitian. I'm not any type of expert. But for me, seven to nine hours of rest each night is key for recovery and just for health and wellness in general. Limiting the amount of stress that's in your life that you can control um, is really helpful for me. 
for stress that comes up um, that's not controllable, I definitely lean into the Lord more um, and give him my pain or give him my worries and my concerns. Um, and know and believe. You have to believe and trust that he's going to work that through with you um, and heal you and remove whatever is going on or, you know, resolve what, whatever is on your mind um, that's inflicting you. Um also drinking a ton of water. That's huge too. I feel like as a society, we just don't drink enough water. And I think being super hydrated um, is key to a healthy lifestyle as well. So I think it's just, that's not it, but that's just, you know, maybe four things that you can list off that can help with a healthy lifestyle. And that works for me. And that that's something that I like to focus on so I can enjoy my life the way I want to. And for me personally, I want to live a long time if I'm healthy, especially if I'm healthy. The Lord leads me here longer, needs me to serve more and to help whoever I can, then, okay, I want to do that in a healthy, pain-free way. I agree with you hundred percent. It's like, you know, I met you because we did um grocery giveaway. Yeah. I want to be like that 75 year old person giving away groceries, you know, like, you know, <laughs> back, you know, when I was three boxes, you know, I don't know if that yeah. 75 would do that. I might have to let the, let the young bucks do it, but then we can give me one box and put it in the car. And I think, for if we can stay healthy and we continue to serve the Lord and demonstrate our love of Jesus to people, they'd be like, wow, they got something going for them. Yeah. Let me know about your Jesus. Because yeah. I think the thing is people have been a bad representation of Jesus. It's like, oh yeah, you, you, you love Jesus and you worship Jesus, but you're here busting disgusted. You all in all these toxic relationships, you're like, you're not healthy. Why do we want me to leave the world while I'm thriving? to come and join you and your Jesus when you don't mean God together. And I'm not saying Christianity, you're going to have everything together. Right. Like, my goodness, can we have something together? <laughs> if it's not right. our health, if it's not yeah. our spiritual life, it's not mental. We just, we're just a mess. <laughs> yeah, no, you're absolutely on it. Um, I can't agree more. That's kind of like if you go to a dentist and they have busted teeth, like, do you really want to go there? Or if you go get your hair cut and then their hair is looking jacked. The edge of it's all messed up. Like, ah, nah, man, I'm going to, I'm going to be okay. I'm going to go over here. Yeah, no, I completely agree. I know those are extremes, but yeah, I feel like as a Christian, you have to, I like the idea of having the light shine from within to out. I want to walk down the street and someone can see, oh, something is special in her, just like you said. Um, so I want to try to have the full package as best as I can. And I know that's not always possible, but however I can get as close to that as possible, that's what I want. I completely agree. You want to be able to show that you're healthy spiritually, you're healthy physically, you're healthy emotionally. You know, mental health is key too. Um, every mom that you can touch because for me, that's just honoring God and what he's given you, you know, like that's, I don't know. I can't really speak more to that right now, but yeah, I just want to have a full package. I feel like I can't have that glow if I'm not internally working um, with my health along with my spiritual journey. Um, you say you can't speak on that. You can. Um, this is a conversation. You can, you can go a little deeper if you want to. So go ahead. No, I mean, that was it. That's pretty much it. Um, you, you can't, I feel like a person or a Christian can't share the word or evangelize if they're not healthy. There's so many realms to what healthy is. And if you are, like you said, if you have depression or something, or if you're, you know, if you have depression, you're at home and you're sad, you're not out speaking the word to someone else and changing their other, their lives themselves. So I think it's just important to touch all realms if you can, so you can have a full wholesome vessel to utilize that God is gifting us with for a certain amount of time um, to share the light. That is so good. And if you're dealing with depression, anxiety, any mental illness, for this, my, this is my, always my, my two rules. First, give it to Jesus. Yeah. Second of all, get a therapist. Yeah. Because, because the Bible says that God has given us everything to live a godly life. And when I think that everything also includes therapists, yeah. medication, everything that you need, like if you need to journal, do all this other stuff, you know, but I think we have gotten to a point that like, we are trying to do stuff out of our own our own strength. Yeah. And then we're like, you know, Jesus will heal me. Jesus will heal me. Don't get me wrong. Jesus can heal you. But what if you use this Christian therapist to help you through your healing? Right. No, he definitely provides vessels for us to help mm -hmm. healing us. I personally have a therapist. I'm a huge advocate for therapists. Um, even if you have the happiest life ever, life happens. Tough times happen. And it can knock you off your feet so fast and so hard that, you know, you may need someone to be your advocate, to be your supporter, that can be your encourager. And he will utilize people. Um, 
who can bounce you back. There's Christian therapists. If you feel like you don't truly understand what therapy is like, or you're a little bit hesitant to starting it. Um, but the resources are there. You're absolutely right. Jesus will provide. So anything you want to add about what healthy lifestyle means to you? No, I think that's good. Cause I think the next question we're going to go, we're going to, we're going to go deep. All right. So okay. my next question is what are some ways a person can adopt a healthy lifestyle? Yeah. Um, kind of touched on that a little bit in the last question. Um, there's so many resources out there. I mean, here we are, we're on YouTube. I have YouTube so many things in terms of veganism um, or if I have any type of ailment, if I have acne or something else, there's so many resources online that you can tap into. There's people or friends. If you see someone that you know that's living a life that you are admiring, talk to them. People love to share their story and love to share their resources. I hope that they're not you know, um, selfish so much that they wouldn't share the, the good, the good news pretty much. Um, so for me, I think it's just doing the work um, and finding a resource, a starting point, maybe even having some type of accountability partner in terms of a healthy diet lifestyle or a healthy workout partner lifestyle, I guess. Um, what was my word? What was I just saying? Um, an accountability partner. I think that's huge because if you go into it with someone else that's right there with you, you're not doing it alone because doing it alone is a little bit scary, especially if you don't have a health background and you just don't know where to start. That's, that's really, that's really tough. So having someone that can go through the motions with you, I think another thing is to set down or to set up um, a list of goals. Even if you just start with two or three, what's your goal? Are you looking for a certain physique? Are you looking to change your diet and what you're ingesting? Are you trying to limit sugar or trying to limit alcohol? Um, are you trying to change your diet so that it can change your mindset, your mental health? Um, you know, your, your, I guess your stomach is your first brain and your brain is your second brain. You're a doctor, Ed. So I don't know where you sit with that or what you've read on that. that that's not medical at all, but okay. Okay. Well, that's <laughs> what they say. They say, they, you know, to get they. they, whoever they is, to yes. get to a person, a man's heart is through their stomach. There, but, there's a lot of hormones that run through your, um, your stomach or that cavity that impact your mind and your brain and your mental health and focus. So that's what I'm trying to get to with that. So yeah, so basically writing down a list of goals and what you're looking for and then taking, you know, smaller steps or smaller goals goals within your initial goals to figure out how you're going to get there, your action plan. Um, so for me, you know, going to the gym, I have an idea of what I want. For me, it's not weight-based. I'm not trying to gain weight. I'm not trying to lose weight. Um, it could be that you want to fit your clothes a certain way. So you have to figure out what types of exercises or lifting or cardio is going to get you there. And of course, everyone, if we're sticking with like the, the workout realm, of course, everyone's body is different. So not every single exercise that you do will generate the same results, but that's why that's like the, the fun of it. You can play around with so many different things to get to your goal. Same thing with diet. Um, a lot of people think that a plant-based diet is super boring, but I can tell you it's so different. I was vegetarian 10 years ago and it was rough. There weren't that many options. There wasn't that much YouTube out there with all the recipes and all the encouragement. Um, but now it's super easy and it is not boring at all. It's very colorful um, and much easier to do. That is so good. But what I realized, because I've been guilty of this, okay. um, people are not willing to pay the cost. Yeah. Like it will cost you to get a, a dietitian to get your meal prep right. It's going to cost you to get a person who will help you work out. Mm -hmm. Um unless you just have friends who just doing it, they just want to help you out. But most people, they're always trying to find the, the cheap way. Mm -hmm. But anything that's cheap won't last long. I've learned that. My 31 years of living, if, if, if it's cheap, ain't going to last long. I tell you that right now. <laughs> so I think people need to realize that they have to be willing to be willing to pay the price it costs to be healthy. Well, I think something that we've all learned during quarantine, the pandemic, is that you can do some things at home. Um, for me, I know that like core power yoga, I think they had some online courses that you could take. I think sometimes you would have to pay or some there were some like free videos. Again, YouTube is a great resource. There's so many free videos there. Um, but I get it. A dietitian or like a personal trainer. They're dedicating and personalizing a plan just for you and just for your body and where you're at. So I totally get that. There's a huge value in um, hiring or having that as a resource, but at least just to get started, if you're interested, there's plenty of free resources and you have to be, you know, 
you have to be willing to commit to what your plan is or what your goal is um, and be consistent so that you can see a change. And maybe once you do start seeing smaller changes with what you're doing on your own, then maybe it'll be, um, maybe it'll make more sense than for you to hire someone else if you, you want to push faster, push harder and to bigger goals that you have for yourself. That is so good. Because what I realized is when I was doing rotations, um, I was doing rotation with a surgeon and he's like really big with bariatric surgery. So you do like the sleeves and the ga gastroectomy and all that other stuff. And they have them do a plan and they have to like be on a diet and they have to lose a certain amount of weight before they actually right. proceed with the surgery to make sure that they're serious about this. Because if they put a sleeve on, but you keep overeating, the sleeve is going to slide down. And you're still going to gain the weight. Exactly. So I think you, you're right on when you like, it has to be dedicated. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you have to be committed. But again, with like COVID and quarantine, a lot of us got a lot of our own like workout equipment, even if it was small stuff. Or for me, I remember initially, I was like, well, where can I get like a gallon jug? And I was using like my laundry detergent, like bought two of them just so I can do deadlifts or do whatever, you know, just finding small things that could substitute the gym equipment that I never could use. And also there's a beauty in it where you could be exercising smaller muscle groups that you don't typically um, focus on compared to the larger muscle groups that you focus on in the gym. So there's, there's ways you can get around it for sure. Or again, like our church, um, we do have a grow group. There's other resources for health and wellness. Um, even with mental health wellness, I think they're going to be doing a group or some type of grow group starting this year around that. So there are free resources or at least opportunities out there um, to get the help that you need or that you're inquiring about. That's so good. Cause like in the book of Zechariah, it says, do not despise small beginnings. Mm -hmm. So even with the little get water jugs, small beginnings, small, cause little by little. And I want to say this too, cause I'm a type of person that I don't do this and I'm trying to fix that in 2022 is we need to celebrate the small wins. Oh, absolutely. Like if you lost two pounds, celebrate it. I know you want to lose 200, but celebrate the two. Cause yeah. you cannot, you can't lose 200 until you lose the first two. Right. So celebrate the two, celebrate yeah. the four. If you're trying, I know we're not talking about finance, but if you're trying to save a thousand dollars, celebrate, you save $5. Is right. that some, something happens like the dopamine is released because you're celebrating by the little steps yeah. that you're, you're making. So I think that's huge. If you want to have a, adopt a healthy lifestyle, celebrate the small wins. Absolutely. Yeah, that's the fun part of it. Yeah, you have to. I mean, sometimes it could be a slow start, you know, um, um, whatever you're trying to do, your diet or, you know, physical activity. Um, but I just say have fun with it because that's going to keep encouraging you to continue on and try also not to eliminate so much or restrict yourself so much where you're like, well, I don't want to do this. Or you work out so hard that you can't walk <laughs> or you can't squat or you can't do whatever that you're like, I don't want to do that again because that's so painful. So definitely celebrate the fun times and the small wins. And I also want to say this, because um, when you start on this healthy lifestyle journey, we get tempted to like look at other people's journey. Yeah. And then we, we now we compare ourselves. We compare our, our about behind the scenes self to people's highlights. Yeah. And it's like, oh, I wish I could run three miles. Baby girl, you just started three days ago. Let, let's chill. Don't kill yourself. Right. Like, oh, I wish I had a six pack. Dude, you, hey, you, you weigh 300 pounds. At least now you're down to 280. Let's do baby steps. So can we talk about the importance of not comparing ourselves to other people when it comes to their health, um, health, a lifestyle, health journey. Yeah, that's really hard. I think we're truly all guilty of that. Um, for me, especially because I, I love being in the gym. I have personally gotten to the point where um, I love doing certain things in the gym or different things because I feel like that can kind of encourage someone else to try that. But for me, it's encouraging when I'm seeing someone else do a higher weight or doing a new exercise I've never seen before. I'm like, oh, that's awesome. Let me give that a try. Um, but comparison is tough and you have to stay within yourself. Like God gives everyone their own test and everyone's test is going to be different. Everyone's body and body types different. You're going to be responding to your own uh, diet or your own workout differently than someone else. Um, so I'm, I don't know, you were a great encourager for me when I was training for the hot chocolate run. And for me, I was trying to train a lot and trying to figure out how I can run more and more like in a very small window. And you're like, just take your time, like just small increments at a time. And again, it goes back to goal setting um, and staying within your goals. Um, but if, if you do find yourself comparing yourself to other people, sometimes it's nice just to go to that person and be like, hey, how'd you do that? You know, this is awesome that you're doing X, Y, Z, or this is awesome that you 
have this physique or whatever you're interested in, how did you do that? Having curiosity, I think is super helpful. Um, instead of having that negative mindset, like, oh, I'm never going to look like that. Or, oh, she must be cheating somehow. And, or she has the money to hire someone to get her there. Like, just ask, just ask. That's so good. Cause you know, people, they start having these preconceived notions. Like, like you said, oh, they hired this person. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe this is, they've been doing it longer. <laughs> Yeah. Maybe, you know, they're an athlete in high school. They know what to do. Mm -hmm. So you just have to ask and stop assuming that they did this, this, and this. That's why they have that. Yeah. Again, it goes back to a lifestyle and you, you touched on it perfectly. You know, some people have been working out for years, for seven years, 10 years, they've been consistent. So they're going to have results that maybe it's going to take a little bit longer for you to attain. It's not overnight. I mean, sometimes you may see like physique trainers or I don't know what to call them or bodybuilders. They can do that within a smaller time frame, but if you notice, it's not maintainable. They can't keep their bodies looking like that because there's a specific diet and workout plan and whole lifestyle routine that they have to focus on for three months or five months or six months to have that type of body. So absolutely. I think you just have to give yourself time and have your one-year goal or your six-month goal, your one-year goal, your five-year goal, um, and stick with that instead of comparing yourself to others. And that's, that's so good. And people need to, you know, have grace, grace for themselves. Yeah. Yeah. You slipped up and ate that donut. It's not the end of the world. You just start all over. All right. But I think we're in a, we're in a generation that we look at streaks and not records. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or like, oh, my 24 day streak is over. Might as well just binge out for the next three weeks. Like, oh, chill, chill. Let's look at the record. You're 24 and one. Let's move on to 25 and one. Just don't go crazy. And say so like, you know, since I messed up here, I'm going to binge out for 21 days and just eat cake every day, like chill. This. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I have friends that have broken like their streak, like in the middle of the week, like, well, I might as well keep going. I'll start over on Monday. Like, why not start over today? Or why not start your New Year's resolution in July or in September? Like, it doesn't have to just be super regimented to a certain time frame. You can get right back on track after you have your little slip up or what have you. Maybe your body needed that donut. Who knows? Maybe you needed that sugar somehow. Your body was just telling you. Yeah. And to go spiritually, because, you know, we're in the middle of a fast. Some people are like, oh, I, I messed up today, so I'm not going to start till next week. Bam, just start tomorrow. Next week, just yeah. start tomorrow. Keep it pushing. Yeah. So. Yeah. It's not necessary. No, that you could totally start over right in that moment, right after you do mess up. You can pray for forgiveness or tell God that you want to start over and give you strength um, and energy to do whatever you are, you know, giving up or doing for your fast. Absolutely. You can get right back on track. That is so good. Anything you want to add before we get to the next question? No, I'm good. I kind of like this question. Um, I don't know if I would have a problem with this, but I want to pick your brain. How does a person remain humble after they adopted a healthy lifestyle and now they start seeing the gains, they start seeing like little <laughs> curves, they're like, okay, yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking good. You know, you start feeling yourself. Yeah. So how do you remain humble after, you know, back then they didn't want me, but now I'm hot. They all on me, you know, how, how, how do you, how do you stay humble with that? Well, I think like what we talked about just a second ago, you can't enjoy yourself, right? Like you're fitting your clothes a certain way that you want to feel, or you're looking a certain way you've been wanting to feel. Definitely celebrate that. Um, But I think staying humble to me means sharing that gift or sharing that knowledge with someone else and not just selfishly keeping it for yourself. Um, You know, knowledge is power. And a lot of people don't have the resources to, to go about continuing on a healthy lifestyle or just getting started. Um, but I think it's okay if you're happy, um, about the way that you look or the way that you feel, God wants you to feel great. Um, and if you have so much energy where you're really feeling yourself, I mean, maybe do something else, have like a challenge, go run a race, go sign up for some type of marathon, go rock climbing, do something else to kind of show off like what your body can do because you're so healthy. That's so good. But people have to be careful that they're doing it for the right reason. They have to remember their why. They're not doing it so they can get validation from other people. Because, you know, in, in the world called social media, there, there's a lot of people who like to post, as the kids would call it, thirst traps. <laughs> <laughs> you got to make sure that you're not posting thirst traps because you're trying to get validation from people who don't even know you. Right, exactly. But let's talk about that a little bit. You know, this is uh, off topic, but hey, it's a conversation. Okay. <laughs> um, I know a lot of people... I know of a lot of people, I don't know them directly because I, I don't follow that mess, but there are people that will 
they will post thirst traps like oh i'm in the gym and they show like their butt yeah all that was not necessary yeah that's extra that's, that's very extra <laughs> they're seeking attention and validation and all you need is validation from the Lord. Um, I don't think that's necessary to go to those streams. And again, I don't want to judge people. Maybe they're hurt. Maybe they're broken. Maybe they're going through something. Maybe they're getting paid and maybe they get more likes if they do show their butt or their abs. I don't know. No, they, um, they will. The guys, guys are, we, we are simple creatures. They, they will double tap real quick. I'm yeah. not double. Hey, I ain't double tapping nothing. But people, <laughs> I know they would double tap. You won't be caught. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, but I just don't feel like it's necessary. Be humble. Like I said, share the gift. Share, share the wealth. Write down, like, your plan, your workout exercise for that day. Or if someone's like, hey, I love your abs, write down what your ab routine is. Um, if you want to give, like, a small little flash or something, I don't know. But you can still do things in a humble way. You can still show off your body in a humble way. Your, your body, your physique will show itself, will show off itself through whatever clothes you're wearing. I think it goes back to where is your heart? Because the Bible yeah. says um, when they went to go anoint David, Samuel went to go anoint David. Samuel was going to anoint his older brother because, you know, he was tall. He, he looked like a king. And he's like, don't look like how men look, because I look at the heart while people look at the outward appearance. So I think God's looking at what is in your heart. Are you doing this to try to get validation or are you trying to show like the progression you have made? And I think that's that's how that's how God looks at it. like what is your heart at? What's your motivation for posting that post? Like guys do it too, like showing a six pack. Cool, you have a six pack, but what is your motivation? Were you trying to say like, I've, I've done this, so I'm just trying to brag myself a little bit or I'm just trying to get validation from all these girls. I want my DMs popping tonight. You know, let's talk about this is the real stuff. Yeah. So where where is your heart? What is the motivation behind it? For me personally, for my health or wellness, or are you just saying rhetorically? No, rhetorically, but if you want to go down that road, we can. Yeah, I mean, for me, I mean, it's the same thing. I, I just want to be able to enjoy my life and be active and not be and not be in pain. I want to be extra mobile. Um, I want to be able to ride my bike at 80 years old if I can. Um, I don't want to have limitations on my life if I'm still going to be here for many years. So for me, in terms of posting, yeah, I don't post stuff like that. I have to say, like, BC Lauren, there may have been a post or two showing some abs or, you know, I'm mostly legs anyway. So maybe there might be some leg pics out there. Um, but yeah, no, my heart has definitely changed and is very much so more so a humble heart. Uh, and people, when they see me, they ask me, wow, you have amazing arms. How did you do that? What are you doing? So that, that's where I'm at in that walk. That is so good. So yeah, BC Lauren, she was ratchet, but God made her righteous. Amen. Hallelujah. Ratchet, Ed. <laughs> Hallelujah. Don't throw me down that low. <laughs> hey, this is BC. You know, you regenerated, you know, you yeah. create you over here. All yeah. right. <laughs> so my next question to you is, how can, I think this question will help a lot of people. How can a person break the unhealthy lifestyle cycle where they've been around unhealthy lifestyles their whole life. Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I wasn't necessarily in that position a little bit. Um, I felt like my mom was the, the header for the healthy lifestyle in her family. So whenever she went like on a business trip, my dad would sneak in like super cereal, super sugary cereal, like Captain Crunch or Fruit Loops or whatever. It's like, hey, we have to finish this box before your mom comes in. Don't tell her. Like totally super sneaky about it. Is this a or... statute of limitation to this? Uh, we're not trying to get your dad in trouble now, right? This... <laughs> it's, it's all out there. He would put sugar on peas and like on, on broccoli just to say that we ate whatever, you know, he had for us. Um, but you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, even for me, it took me even a long time to stop doing unhealthy habits that he had us doing. I think he was trying his best with what he knew. And so a lot of people grow up eating and moving their bodies the best that they know how. Um, but again, if you want more for yourself, if you want to feel happier, if you want to feel less tired and less sluggish, if you want to have clearer skin, if you want to have guns, like whatever, then you have to set goals for yourself and then have an action plan or seek resources that can help you get there. It's really hard to break um, bad habits. I have friends that have completely changed around their life. And again, it's not an overnight thing. It's a process. It can take years because a lifestyle change it's for the rest of your life, pretty much, right? And you didn't get that way overnight. You didn't learn unhealthy habits overnight. It was probably from the moment you were born up until you were 18 or beyond that. So definitely have grace for yourself and grace for others. Forgive your parents if they didn't know the best way to raise you or provide for you. Um, and just seek resources to get to where you want to be. 
That is so good. And what I realized is you can wander yourself into unhealthy lifestyles, but you can't wander yourself out. Yeah. You have to be intentional. Like you can accidentally mm-hmm. go to being unhealthy, but mm-hmm. to be healthy, you have to be intentional. Yeah, absolutely. You have to be intentional. You have to be accountable for yourself. You have to be consistent. It's all these things that don't come easy. It takes practice. And that's why you have to give yourself grace because you're going to slip up. It's not easy. Everyone wants ice cream or whatever your favorite, you know, guilty pleasure is. It's okay to treat yourself, but then, you know, try to figure out a way to schedule that in that fits in with your plan where you can still reach your goals. That is so good. And what I realized is one of the gifts, one of the fruits of the spirit is self-control. Mm-hmm. So I think the, a big thing, a big person that can help us is the Holy Spirit. Like if you want to break these cycles, the generational cycles that you've been subjected to, ask the Holy Spirit to help you. Yeah. And he's faithful to help you. But sometimes we get so like, it's going to be mind over matter. Sometimes you need, not sometimes, all the time you need the Holy Spirit. Lord, give me the discipline because yeah. your boy's about to slip and eat the chocolate cake. <laughs> <laughs> Holy Spirit, like you, you got to come through, or it's not gonna—it's gonna be bad news. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, and just again, I think it just goes back to grace. Grace. We're all human. It's not gonna be a perfect walk. I'm not perfect in my vegan walk, that's for sure. Um, but also, I feel like when you kind of slip off the path that you want to be on to reach your goals, you feel it. And the more that you slip off that track, that good track, I think you feel the repercussions more. And that alone helps you to stop doing that. Like, for example, for me, one of the last things I gave up um, when I became vegan were steak tacos. I love tacos in general, but steak tacos, like that, that's amazing. Um, and the more and more I would have Taco Tuesday and have taco, I have steak tacos, um, the more my body would feel it and the more discomfort I would experience. So eventually my brain connected with my stomach. It's like, Hey, stop doing this. This doesn't feel good. Your system's a lot cleaner. We can't process it the same way. So stop doing that. So again, if you fall off, you know, going to the gym, you fall for a few days or for a few weeks, you go back and you're going to have that domes that delayed onset muscle soreness a lot worse than if you were to just work out a little bit each day or three to five times a week. So I think your body can also start to, you know, signal you how to get back on track. If you do, tend to fall off. That is so good. Anything you want to add? No, I'm good. Yeah. So I I think the most important thing is how can someone break it is you just start. Just start and keep going. And like you said before, like get surround yourself with accountability partners. Yeah. That you don't compare yourself to, but you like you you you're inspired by them. Yeah. And they can call you out because a lot of people want to surround themselves with accountability partners, but they don't want them to call them out. Some people gotta call them out. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Don't find someone that's going to go get ice cream with you after you work out. Like find mm-hmm. someone like, let's go get a green smoothie or green juice. <laughs> let's do this the right way. Yeah. Don't, yeah. don't find yourself like someone's yeah. going to enable your bad behavior. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. That's not helpful. Not at all. And then y'all both going to be eating ice cream. We're like, well, <laughs> we, we out here now. Might as well get some <laughs> cookies too. So <laughs> again, next week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So this has been good so far. So my last question to you, I can't believe we're already at the last question. (laughs) How does a person not revert to the unhealthy lifestyle? You know, they've been going good. They've been, they've been, you know, disciplined, self-control, been pushing and pushing and pushing. How does someone not revert to the unhealthy lifestyle? Because we know being unhealthy is so much funner and easier than being healthy. (laughs) So how do we not revert to that unhealthy lifestyle? Yeah, I think it goes back to setting goals for yourself Um, and also truly realizing how you feel when you're at your healthiest or when you've reached certain goals or you're on your track, on your way to attaining your goals. I think goals help you, uh, yeah, just stay the course. So whether, again, it's the six month, one year, three year, five year mark, or just every year you kind of reassess and change up what your goals look like. I think that helps you to stay on, on track. And again, having an accountability partner, even if you switch partners, I think that's super helpful. Maybe, you know, if you're getting bored with whatever you're eating, your diet, your lifestyle, or working out, maybe switching it up and saying, hey, instead of doing, you know, cardio all the time, maybe I'll do um, some lifting. Or maybe instead of having a vegan diet, maybe I'll do a pescatarian diet. You know, you can always modify what you're doing to kind of spice it up or change it up a little bit. Um, But for me, I think it's just the reward of how I feel. I think how I feel is what personally keeps me going. Um, and keeps me from reverting back to lifestyles that I, that I previously had. 
So you said you said changing. Sometimes you got to change your accountability partner. That's what you said. You could. Okay. You could. So when when is a telltale sign that I have to change my accountability partner? Yeah, maybe your account accountability partner stops showing up on time to the gym. Um, that you're going to. So you're sitting there alone doing your own session um, and there's no motivation. Or maybe your accountability partner is maybe doing higher level things than what you're prepared to do. Or maybe at just a different level doesn't have to be higher, it could be lower. Um, and so maybe you don't feel like you're excelling the way that you want to. If you feel like you're not aligned, maybe with that account accountability partner, then there's no hurt in trying to shift and finding someone else. There's nothing wrong with that, in my opinion, at least. So how do you... How would someone approach that situation? Because, you know, say like they're good friends and now like you pretty much like this is we're breaking up. It's like it's not it's not me. It's you. So how do you <laughs> how do you yeah. how does someone approach that? Yeah, that's a tough one. I mean, I personally like to work out alone. I'm a loner. I like to just stay on track and on course with myself and my music when I'm working out. But in terms of that, I mean, I think it just goes back to having an honest conversation with that person. Like, hey, th these are what my goals are. This is what I want to do. This is what we were previously doing. And this is not working out anymore. Are you willing to make a shift? Or can we plan out something together that would work best for the both of us. If not, then I'm going to have to probably make a change somewhere. I don't think there's anything wrong with being honest with someone. Um, I think being honest is the kindest thing that you can do. Um, and you're trying to look out for yourself too, for your own vessel that the Lord blessed you with. So there, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. And if the person maybe takes it hard, then, you know, that's, that's theirs to figure out and to walk through. I don't know. How would you respond if someone's like, hey, yeah, you know, what you're doing is not it anymore. <laughs> I need to go find someone else. How would you respond? <laughs> I'm not the right person. That's not like, well, okay. <laughs> well, all right. I uh, wish you nothing but the best. Because I don't I don't really take a lot of things personal. I'm like, okay. I don't. Yeah, and you know I me, mean? I like to be I like to be by myself anyway. So me to be yeah. in a position, I'm like, all right, cool, cool. Yeah. I mean for me, if someone were to say that to me, it might take me back for a moment. But for me, I like to help people. I really like to be um, an encourager. I like to help teach. Um, I like to encourage. Yeah. So for me, I would be willing to sit with that person and say, what can I do to help this um, be an easier process for you or to help you reach your goals? I would be that person. If it works, you know, in my lifestyle, like what I'm trying to do, I would be willing to work with that person, especially if they are like one of your closest friends. If not, people drift and they come back like a boomerang. Sometimes, you know, you just go through seasons. And so you have to separate for a little bit and do your own thing or find someone else. And you can come back when you're at a different point and then continue on. Yeah, I would not sit down. I'm like, okay, well, if you want to come back, I'm here. But best of luck. <laughs> that's totally you. So, yeah, so at least you know, I'm not making it up. It's like, that's, that's, that's totally you. Yeah. <laughs> Laura, this has been so much fun. I thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. Um, you have any last encouragement and advice to people watching this or listening to this on podcasts? Well, thanks, Ed, for you know giving me the time and exposure to share some of my thoughts. You know, I'm not a professional, um, but I love a healthy lifestyle. I like sharing about my own personal life, being a former athlete, still having a very active life right now um, in my mid-30s, um, and even spreading the word about plant-based diets. I'm still going to get you that vegan hot dog to try. I know you're super skeptical. Um, it doesn't exist. Yes, it does. <laughs> but no, I mean, I guess last words would just be take that first step. Even if you haven't written down a goal, even if you don't know what you're doing, just take the first step, walk to the gym or go for a long walk. Um, if you want to make a change in your life, add one vegetable to one of your meals um, throughout the day, or you can even eliminate something sugary that you typically have all the time. If you have ice cream every single night, then maybe say, I'll have it three times a night. Just get started. Just one step. Um, and like you said, just celebrate the small wins. And then once you start to see a difference in your life, you know, that will be the encouragement for you to continue on. Lauren, that was so good. Thank you for coming on. Thank you for showing us practical ways on how to live a healthy lifestyle because in these day and age, you need to be healthy. You yeah. know, this past two years, they, what, they, what they've been saying, health is wealth. Yeah. <laughs> like, it doesn't matter how much money you have in bank if, you don't, if you're not healthy enough to spend it. Yeah, absolutely. So thank you for coming on. But before we end episode 37, you know how we get down. <laughs> we want to get to know you through a game called This or That. So okay. there's five sections. You, um, there's two options. I already made my choice of my guesses. So if I get above three, I know you. So we don't have to hang out. If I get below three, I don't know you at all. And we got to hang out. Uh oh, okay. 
So whenever you're ready, let me know. So this or that. So I just pick something and you have to pick which one? Yes. So I'll say like Abraham or Isaac. So you say Abraham and then we just go to the next one. Mm, okay. Um, chocolate or mint chocolate chip? No, 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 no. That's that, that's not how it works. This this is this is my this is my show. I ask you the question. Okay, well, I was waiting for the thing. It's I'm like, okay. <laughs> so let me know when you're ready. Go. All right. Out of the Bible characters, Moses or David? David. All right. Oranges or apples? Oranges. Are you an early bird or a night owl? Ooh, I'm both. I I can stay up really late, but then I regret it because I wake up early every day. Um, that didn't answer my question, Griffin. Uh, <laughs> Early bird or night owl? <laughs> I can't. Okay, early bird. Okay, arm day or leg day? Ooh, leg day. All right. And then your a dessert. Brownies or cookies? Ooh, brownies. Brownies. Okay. One, two. I got five out of five. Hey. You really? Yes, even though you try to mess up the whole game, try to ask me questions on, on the well, you confuse me. I'm like, well, you weren't starting. So I'm like, okay, maybe you're doing reverse. No, no, we're not there yet. We're not okay. there yet. All right. And then I, I just I just initiated that for you. It, it's never don't let it happen again. So yeah, I said um I said David, said oranges, because you seem like the citrus type person. Yeah. Um early bird, even though you were trying to yeah, we're not that's how you're forcing me to answer. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then I said leg day because every time you put a story on, you're always on ellipticals. I'm like, I guess she likes leg day. Not ellipticals. On a staircase. Staircase. No, a treadmill. You're well, close no, enough. It was a staircase. I never use elliptical and I never use a staircase. I don't I think don't you're confused. Me on a staircase. Griffin, I think you're confused. Um, mm-hmm. and then I pick brownies. So because he yeah. doesn't like brownies. Yeah, I make a really good vegan brownie. I I, I doubt it. Um yeah. not 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 I, I'm not doubting your baking skills. Yeah. I'm doubting there's a succinct as a vegan good brownie. Oh, gosh, okay. So all the vegans don't hate. I'm just I, I'm just showing my experience, all right? Don't I'm gonna hate. get you at. We're we'll we'll show you the 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 bright side to veganism for sure. Who, who's we? The vegans united? Y'all, y'all have a yeah. club? Yeah, there's some vegans at the church. Oh, I'm not, we'll I'm, not I'm not doubting that. But I think veganism might be a acquired taste that I'm not willing to acquire. You think that God's vegetables and fruits are acquired taste? Okay, now I see what you're trying to do there. I see what you're trying to do there, Griffin. I see you. Got you a little bit. Now okay. I see you. But I'm just talking about when it's a vegan hot dog. That's a great taste. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. We'll get there. We've been seeing for the past, what? I know. 12 months. I know. Ever since grocery giveaway last year. I'm going to bring it. I'm going to bring it. This thing doesn't exist. I got you. Uh-huh. Sure. I'll get you. <laughs> no, you won't. Uh, <laughs> but, Lauren, thank you once again. Um. So the thing is, before we go, I'm going to ask you to pray for um, people who are going to watch this list of this. So do you mind praying for us? Sure. All right. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for this time that we are all able to spend together. I really hope that this word and this message and the notes that, we, that Ed and I share between each other were able to help others that are in need or that need um, a start to a healthy lifestyle, that need that jumpstart, that encouragement. Um, or just needing resources just to know how to even just to get um, to where they want to go goal-wise. Lord, just cover us all in your blood, protect us, guide us, prevent illness and, you know, wrong ways from touching our lives. Help us, Lord, to take care of our bodies, take care of the vessels that you provided for us um, so that we can continue to praise and honor your name. Um, We love you, Lord, so much, and we surrender to you. In your name, amen. Amen. So let me pray for you. Then we end it off. All right. Father, we just thank you for your daughter. We thank you for how you're using her for your kingdom. We ask you that you just be with her, guide her, and protect her. We ask you that you continue to promote her and you elevate her. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we pray that you be the lifter of her head. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we uh, we pray that as she's going through the year 2022, that everything that you have placed on her heart will come to fruition. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, we ask you that you give her supernatural strength. You give. Uh, we pray that you give her supernatural vision. In the mighty name of Jesus Christ, and everything that she's meant to accomplish in the year 2022, we decree in the mighty name of Jesus Christ that she will accomplish it for the glory of Jesus. We give the undergoing thanksgiving. We say, blessed be your holy name. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. Amen. So thank you for tuning in to episode 37 of Saturday Conversations. Lauren, where can people find you? 
Oh, well, I'm not like a social media content person like you, Ed, um, but I am on Instagram. So you'll see me posting a little bit about um, working out and veganism. And my handle is Lolita Lolo one. And Ed, I guess you'll post that online so we can see it better. That's it. That's it. I'm not on YouTube. I mean, I'm on Facebook. You can find me Lauren Griffin or Lauren Ashley, but that's it. Well, all right. Maybe, maybe a book is coming out soon. I, I see it right now. Y'all here first. A book is coming soon in the name Uh-oh. of Jesus. I'll put Lauren's info in the description box below. She's all like, I hope you take this out. I ain't taking this out. This is going to stay in, in the name of Jesus. So I just want to say a special thank you to Lauren. Thank you for taking time out of your busy schedule. I know you're a busy individual. So thank you for coming on the channel. I'm grateful to know you. Grateful that I met you almost a year and a half ago during grocery giveaway, you were just putting the little stickers on a box. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And you're like, okay, like, all right. <laughs> yep. I'm so glad to know you, glad to call you sister. And I'm, I'm so excited for what God is doing in your life. I'm so expensive for what God is going to do. And I'm just grateful for what God has already done in your life. And I just want to tell you right now, Griffin, that the best is yet to come in your life in Jesus' mighty name. Thanks, Ed. No problem. So everyone, join the conversation in the comment section below. Tell us what part of the conversation stood out to you. Is it the vegan hot dog that might come through? I don't think it exists. <laughs> Whatever stood out to you, let us know. Don't forget to subscribe and hit the notification bell if you're watching on YouTube. And if you're listening on Spotify, follow, hit the notification bell, and give us five stars for this wonderful conversation we just had. Just know that conversations come out every Saturday at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you have any prayer requests, put in the conversation below. I love you. God bless you. And I'll see you next time.